then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the obvious. Will and Jada. We can't get away from this shit. I don't think none of us wanted to hear this. I don't think nobody at this point cares. I don't think any of us are tripping. Nobody asks for this information. I don't know why Jada Pinkett Smith is just going out of her way to embarrass Will. This shit is sad at this point. Like, literally. I don't know what this shit is about. Like, every time I open my phone, she's saying some new bullshit about Will. Like, nigga, I ain't never loved this nigga. That nigga got a little dick. That nigga cheating on me with a man. You know, I fucked a giraffe behind a school building. Like, she's just going on. I'm trying to embarrass this nigga as much as I can to her. And it's crazy. Like, I don't know what, 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 what this shit is all about. Like, why is it that you trying so hard to embarrass this nigga? Like, nobody's asking you any of this. I guess she putting a book out. And that's cool. But, like, nigga, you could sell your book other ways. You got a whole lot of shit to offer. You was literally, you know, a superstar actor in your own right. And we understand, like, you married to Will Smith. And that shit cool, my nigga. Like, trust me, it's cool. We get it. But, like, you don't have to use this nigga to sell your book. Like, you got kids. You got a mama. You had a career. You had a whole lot of shit going on in your life. There's plenty of shit that you could write about. You don't only have to write about this nigga Will Smith, dog. Like, it's it's too much shit to talk about. You know, uh, what you say, H-Red? She was like, I haven't been able to get rid of him ever since. Talking about when she first met him until now. Nigga, you can get rid of that motherfucker. Divorce papers is easy, my nigga. Like, literally. They say, what, 75% of marriages end because the woman files for divorce? Nigga, you could have easily got rid of that nigga, dog. Like... She don't want to get rid of him. She wants the clout that comes with being Will's wife, my nigga. She ain't trying to get rid of no motherfucking Will Smith, dog. She she loves the attention that comes with it. What's going on, Don, from the Raw Sex Podcast? You know, like, that's the thing, my nigga. Like, she, she clouting up off this shit. She's enjoying this, my nigga. Like, it's, it's fucking embarrassing at this point. Like, not even as much for him as it is for her, like, you know, I, I say this shit a lot, like, you know, off the microphone, but like, nigga, the harder you go to make your ex look stupid, the more you yourself look stupid. Because at the end of the day, you was fucking with this person. The more you talk down on your baby daddy or your baby mama, the worse you look because you had a baby with this motherfucker. You laid down, you carried to term, you had nine months to get rid of this shit or three months or however long it takes. And you still carried the term and had the baby. So if you got all these negative feelings about this motherfucker, that reflects on you. Same with an ex. You was in a relationship with this person. You was holding hands, kicking cans, taking pictures, sucking dick, eating pussy. You was doing all this shit with this motherfucker. So the harder you go to make them look bad, the more bad you look for falling in love with this stupid motherfucker. Or this lame motherfucker. Or whatever negative shit you got to say about this person. At one point, you love they dirty drawers. At one point, you was sucking they toes, licking they nipples, eating they ass. You was doing all type of nasty shit. 
with this motherfucker who you swear is just a scum of the earth. So how does that make you look when you talking down on the motherfucker who you was full-blown in love with? What's the motherfucking deal? 12 cow and pork from the motherfucking cool-out corner. What's the goddamn deal? But like I said, like, nigga, you shouldn't be going this hard to make somebody who you was literally in love with look bad. Y'all motherfuckers had a whole relationship. That motherfucker wasn't stupid when you was eating their ass. That nigga wasn't stupid when you was sucking his dick. When you was doing all that shit, it wasn't nothing wrong with this motherfucker. But now y'all not together. Fuck him. Never loved him. I always loved Tupac. Why the fuck you wasn't saying this shit a long ass time ago? Why you married this nigga? If you was this in love with Pac while Pac was alive. You know, it's like, God damn, dude. Like, nigga, Pac probably was running away from your goofy ass. Pac probably knew. He dodged the bullet on purpose. You know, she said the nigga... Um, proposed to her while he was in prison And she also said out of her own mouth Once the nigga got out he would have dumped me Obviously motherfucker Look at you As fine as she is She got to be one of the most annoying motherfuckers Out here in the game Like nigga there was a time when a whole lot of us Wanted to you know like We all had a crush on her Nigga when she was in woo When she was in motherfucking low down dirty shame When she was in set it off like, we was all like, man, nigga, Jada Pinky fine as a motherfucker. Will Smith used to rap bragging about fucking, you know, with having Jada, my nigga. She was like the trophy wife. Nigga, I know you want to fucking return that trophy now, my nigga. And like my nigga Jern from Pod Save Darmira said, nigga, Pac had a wife at the time. Exactly, my nigga. Like, the bitch just run around here, like, just lying and shit. Like, nigga... This is this is a case study in narcissism, my nigga. This shit do not look good. Like, honestly, nigga, like, pray for Will. I really feel sorry for that nigga, dog. Like, it, it's ugly out here for that nigga, dog. And, you know, I just seen a video of him on a boat, like, trying to look unbothered. Because I seen this shit. Somebody sent it to me. It was on the shade room. The nigga on the boat, like, taking a nap. Like, oh, fun fact about me. You know, I could take a nap anywhere. Nigga, fun fact. The harder you go to look unbothered, the more bothered your ass look. Nigga trying to look like he ain't tripping. Nigga, we know you tripping. Nigga, that's your motherfucking wife. Nigga, ain't nobody finna be not tripping off their legal wife running their motherfucking name through the goddamn mud. What's going on, Heaven's World Podcast? And what you say, uh, Port? Hella annoying, like, damn, ma'am, sit the fuck down, goof troop, exactly. And what you say, Jerm? He had to go in the middle of the ocean for peace. Exactly, nigga, that nigga had to run out there to the middle of the water to get away from her motherfucking ass. Nigga, turn your phone off, nigga, turn off all internet and just sail away, my nigga. Go to North Sentinel Island or some shit. And what you say, uh, H-Red, she didn't have a, a great example from her mother, I don't think. She doesn't know how to be a wife partner. Looks are great, but it takes more. Some women may not have a good example, but they try. And I understand that. But, like, at the end of the day, as an adult, you got to take accountability for your bullshit. Like, just because you didn't have a good example of a wife in your mother don't mean that you don't know what a good mother look like, what a good fucking wife look like. Nigga, we all done watch TV. A lot of us know how to be a fucking father from literally Uncle Phil. James Evans, Heathcliff Huxtable, my nigga. Like, just because your mama 
wasn't a good mama don't mean like nigga you didn't grow up and actually see what a wife looked like my nigga everybody knows what a fucking piece of shit is like nigga you know when you doing some bullshit nigga you know when you running a nigga name through the mud like she a grown ass woman i could see if she was like 19 or 20 or some shit and she was on some toxic fucked up shit that makes sense you young you don't know no better the only examples you had is your parents and that's understandable. But my nigga, she, she what, fucking 54 or some shit like that? Nah, my nigga, I ain't giving her no pass for that bullshit. And what you say, uh, Miss Lyric 83, I'm going to say your Instagram name. I ain't going to say your real name. Exactly. He needs to release himself from her. He is appearing as if he does not have any dignity. Divorce her because she off her rocker. Exactly. And you know, like literally. Y'all know, nigga, when I do this motherfucking show, I always take what it is in the news, and then I pull the game off that shit. Today's episode, what I want to talk about is letting shit go, my nigga. Because that's what the fuck we'll need to do. We'll need to let her the fuck go. These, these niggas talking about this fucking agreement they have to stay married throughout whatever stupid-ass bullshit they got going on, and that shit's so motherfucking unhealthy. You know, like I tell y'all a lot of time, my nigga, nobody's going to respect you if you don't have the ability to walk away from them. Your fucking ultimate leverage in any situation or negotiation is your ability to walk away from the shit. So if you can't walk away from the table, your fucking leverage is gone. Your respect is gone. Nobody going to respect the motherfucker who they know. I could slap you in your face and you're going to stay. I could cheat on you and you're going to stay. I could fuck your son's friend and you will stay. I could express my love for Tupac, even though that nigga never loved me back and you still going to stay. She has zero fucking respect for that dude. And it shows that he don't have no respect for himself because he don't want to walk away from her goofy ass. That's a problem. What's going on, my dear? You know, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, anybody who knows you won't walk away will have no respect for you, my nigga. That's the fucking thing. And this is what I'm trying to, like, express to y'all in today's episode. No matter how much you love some shit, no matter how much you like something, there's just some shit in your life you just gonna have to let go, my nigga. You know, the same thing I tell y'all about jobs. Like, I know you might love your paycheck. I know you love how much you get paid. You might even love your hours. But if your job is fucking you up mentally or physically, you're going to have to let that job go, my nigga. You're going to have to find you something else to do. Because you don't want to be in no situation where you attach to something that's affecting your fucking mental health or your physical health. Just like this toxic-ass relationship that these two motherfuckers is in. Will needs to get away from her because she's eventually going to drive this nigga crazy. This nigga gonna end up fucking killing himself. And uh, what you say, H. Red? Do you think that she was the man of the house? It, hell yeah, one thousand percent. She was definitely the man of the house. If you ever looked at the pictures and motherfuckers took, especially that one picture that was everywhere in the world where she was sitting there with her legs open with a cigar, and that nigga had his legs crossed over each other, leaning into her like he was her bitch. What's going on, Cognac Room Podcast? And I think it might have been King Jern from the Pod and Saved Our Marriage podcast. Um, me and him was talking. We was talking like, you know, off the record. And I think it was him saying that she probably was pegging that nigga, which I fully agree with. 
Because no woman who bends a man over to enter him is gonna have no motherfucking respect for that man. You know, also, you know, with the with the rumors that him and Dwayne Martin was, you know, having a me and Mrs. Jones moment and shit, you know, they had their little side thing cracking. You know, that's just speculations, you know, so I'm not finna say that that was a definite, but that's one of the things that the motherfuckers were saying, and that's probably why she's so resentful of that nigga, because he was probably cheating on her with, you know, every little fancy fellow in Hollywood. But what you say, uh, H-Red, hell yeah, she was pegging him. Exactly, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga, like, it's so fucked up. But it is what it is. But again, if you in the fucking, if you in the seat of Will Smith, no matter what you've done to, you know, for her to do you like this, my nigga, you got to get the fuck away from her. What's going on, uh, intelligent soul, soul? You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, I know you love her. I know that's your trophy. I know that's your wife. I know that's the motherfucking woman who you made vows with. You walked up to Al, you made a promise to God that you was going to stay with her, and all that shit is cool. But, like, nigga, there comes a time in every person's life where you got to realize, my nigga, like, nigga, if I stay in this shit, it's going to literally kill me, my nigga. Like, that shit is literally fucking this dude up physically, mentally, financially. Like, nigga, you you been buried for a long time. Like, that nigga came out with that little video on that boat trying to look happy, trying to look unbothered. And like I said, nigga, the fact that you have to drop a I'm unbothered video shows your ass is bothered, my nigga. We know you fucked up. We saw you on that red table. You looked like shit. Will Smith has been the picture of happiness, the picture of peace, the picture of I'm doing great. Nice smile. Always happy, always successful, highest paid actor in Hollywood, and all this other fly ass shit. Now you look fucked up. Nigga, this woman is literally fucking this nigga up. Like, nigga, they, they relationship is fucking terrible. And she's doing the best that she can to make it look as bad as it can look, my nigga. She making money off making this nigga look fucked up. That ain't good, dawg. And what you say, my bill? I sure would hate that. There are always two sides to a story. Then there's the truth. Yeah. And the thing is, what we see is the truth. And the truth is, she is ruining this nigga. You know, so like I said, who's right or wrong? That shit don't even matter. What he did to deserve this, that shit don't motherfucking matter. What matters is he needs to get the fuck away from her. So whether he wrong or she wrong, they need to get the fuck away from each other. Like, that's that's what really matters. Like, nigga, you shouldn't be around nobody who's going out of their way to ruin your motherfucking life. Whether you earned it or not is irrelevant. You need to get the fuck away from that situation. You know, because, like, that's what it is with me. You know, like I told y'all, nigga. Like, in, in my situation, in my marriage, I told y'all, I take accountability and responsibility for my role and why I had to be out of my house. I'm not blaming her, my nigga. That shit on me. You know, there's, yeah, there's roles and everything. You know, there's you did something wrong, you did something wrong, but nigga, for what I did wrong, I'm accepting responsibility and accountability. So I had to leave. 
That's why I left her with the house. That's why I still pay her because I fucked up. So there you go, my nigga. My bad. I'm going to do the best that I can moving forward to remedy the situation and make sure that everything is going well so everybody in the situation can be happy. But, nigga, I'm accepting my role in it. You know, I'm not going to stay here in order for it to be toxic and end up fucking both of us up and affecting our kids. No, nigga, I have to, you know, I got to release myself from that fucking situation, dog. I don't play the blame game, my nigga. I play the solution game. What is the solution to this shit, my nigga? I don't, I don't do the bullshit. That's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, who's at fault don't fucking matter. All that matters is moving forward. What's going to be the best for all parties involved? And as far as I'm concerned, the best for all parties involved is everybody getting the fuck away from each other. What was the fucking movie he did? Hancock, I think it was called. Pause. Like, nigga, in that movie, the closer he got to that white girl, the weaker he got. That's a that's a motherfucking example of exactly what the fuck is happening. The more your ass is around this motherfucking bitch, the worst off your ass is. We ain't seen this nigga in no movies. We ain't seen this nigga doing nothing on social media. We ain't seen this nigga doing nothing on TV. Nigga, Will Smith used to be like one of the most active motherfuckers in Hollywood. Nigga, he was like the money man. Whenever there was a big movie coming out, nigga, you can count on Will Smith being in that motherfucker. Will Smith was doing like two movies a year. Ever since all this bullshit been happening, that nigga's output has been thoroughly slowing down. What's going on, Rodgers? You think we don't notice that shit? Nigga, she fucking this dude up, my nigga. This nigga's not slowing down voluntarily. He's slowing down because he going through some shit. This bitch is killing this dude. And you know, like I said, I don't give a fuck who fought it is. I don't give a fuck what he did, what she did. Nigga, just looking at what's going on, that nigga need to get the fuck away from her, dawg. Them motherfuckers need a divorce. And what you say, my bill, I must admit, she has been saying way too much seemingly to do him more damage. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, my nigga, like, she not stupid. She's a motherfucking narcissist, dog. She know what the fuck she doing. She a grown ass woman. She we ain't never accused um, Jada Pinkett Smith of being no dummy. We ain't never accused her of being, you know, um, like like she, you know, like she's a child or she's naive. She's not naive. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's going on a fucking tour. Every few months to say, hey, uh, I need to find a way to fuck this nigga life up. Let me go ahead and do some interviews to tell people this nigga ain't shit. Let me do an interview to say we wasn't never in love. Let me go do an interview and say I ain't never had an orgasm with this nigga. Let me go do an interview and uh, I'm going to drop a sex tape of me bending this nigga over and pegging him. Oh, I'm going I'm to I'm release, you know, some more information that's damning to this nigga's reputation. Y'all look at this nigga like the Hollywood darling. Let me fuck his image up some more. Let, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go outside and just fuck it up for this nigga. She know what the fuck she doing. She ain't no child. She ain't 19 motherfucking years old. That bitch is in her 50s. She know exactly what she doing, my nigga. Everything she's doing is to make this nigga look fucked up, my nigga. That's, that's what this whole shit is about. Making Will look fucked up. You know, so like I said, dog, like, 
whatever the fuck he did, he need to get away from her ass. You know, like this is the same shit I feel like with, with like Scotty Pippen and Larsa Pippen. I honestly feel like Scotty Pippen needs to either get a fucking cease and desist order on Larsa Pippen or he needs to have her drop that motherfucking last name. That nigga need to go to court, hire a lawyer, get some paperwork filled out like, hey, bitch, you need to change. You need to go get your motherfucking maiden name back, bitch. You ain't my wife no more. Why the fuck every time I open up a newspaper or look on the Internet, Larsa Pippen fucking uh, Michael Jordan's son, Larsa Pippen fucking future. Larsa Pippen fucking Mickey Mouse. Larsa Pippen fucking SpongeBob. Larsa Pippen fucking, you know, uh, One Punch Man from the anime. Goddamn, bitch. Why the fuck my name got to be attached to everything you do? Pippen ain't no fucking common last name. We know exactly who the fuck get embarrassed every time Larsa Pippen name get in the news. Bitch, I'm over here trying to commentate on ESPN and mind my motherfucking business. Why every time I look up? Larsa Pippen doing some bullshit. That shit raggedy as a motherfucker. And what you say, uh, Rodis? Nas got away from Khalees. He's super winning. Some people are just toxic. Exactly, my nigga. And that's what I'm saying. Like, just because you love somebody, like, nigga, there's just some motherfuckers you gonna have to get away from, my nigga. You know, like I told y'all, nigga, some of you niggas got some toxic-ass family members you need to get away from. Some toxic-ass friendships you need to get away from. Some of y'all motherfuckers got some homeboys that keep you in some bullshit. Some of y'all motherfuckers got some homegirls that you know you got ambition, you got goals, you got dreams, you got shit you want to do. But these bitches keep you away from doing everything you supposed to do. Every time you got something you supposed to be doing, the bitch got a brunch to go to. The bitch got a problem she needs solved. The bitch needs some money. The bitch got some shit she need to motherfucking do. Y'all motherfuckers need to get away from some of these people. I don't give a fuck how long you know them. I don't give a fuck how cool you are with them. I don't give a fuck how much you love these motherfuckers. There are some people that's motherfucking toxic to you, my nigga. There are some motherfuckers that's literally holding you back and fucking your dreams up because you love them, because you like them, because you been down with them, because you feel sorry for them. Nigga, fuck them motherfuckers. What's going on, Juno, man? I see you up in here. Roddy say love them enough to move around Exactly my nigga And the thing is You gotta love yourself enough to move around Like sometimes you gonna have to choose yourself first my nigga Like yeah I love you But me and you together is fucking toxic Me and you together is some bullshit Nigga you literally fucking me up my nigga You fucking my career up You fucking my mental health up You fucking my life up Nigga I can't be fucking with you knowing that you a detriment to everything positive that I got going on in my motherfucking life. That shit out, my nigga. You know, like, she's literally ruining this nigga life. Ruining this nigga career. This nigga jumped on stage and slapped Chris Rock over this bitch. Then we go find out these motherfuckers been separated for six fucking years. So you slap Chris Rock in his face over a bitch you ain't even fucking? Are you fucking kidding me, my nigga? That bitch is ruining this dude, my nigga. That's horrible. You slap him up. I could see if, if you know, man, this, this nigga got my wife fucked up. Me and my wife is like this, nigga. We, we locked the fuck in. You got me fucked up. You got my wife fucked up. This, I'm sitting next to my motherfucking ex. 
fuck this bitch. You know, because like I said, nigga, she done already fucked August. You know, a lot of this shit done already came out at the point this nigga slapped Chris Rock. So it's like, nigga, this bitch already been embarrassing your motherfucking ass. This bitch is a motherfucking narcissist, my nigga. She's a problem. She's a self-centered, evil motherfucker, dog. You know, the whole alopecia kick and this whole other bullshit. Like, bitch, you do all this evil-ass shit and then turn around and fucking play victim, my nigga. That bitch is raggedy, dog. Like, I don't see how motherfucker. I do see how because it gets the numbers. But it's just fucked up to see these people giving this bitch a platform to do this raggedy-ass shit. What's the motherfucking deal, mind triggers? What's uh? What's that, Mr. On, Mr. Oh No Thomas? I don't know, my nigga, but shout out to you, though. But, like, it's fucked up that a motherfucker out here, you know, they keep giving her a platform to do this raggedy-ass shit, my nigga. Like, they keep putting microphones and cameras in her face so she can sit up here and do damage to this nigga. And like I said, my nigga, like, I don't see what the fuck this nigga did so wrong to get this treatment. All I know is he need to get the fuck away from her ass. What's going on, my nigga D-Royal? Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, he needs to exit. That nigga do not need to be around her. He don't need to be married to her. Nigga, like I said, I do the same shit that I said with motherfucking, uh, with Scotty Pippen and Larsa Pippen. Nigga, I would try to get a court order for her to change her last name. Bitch, cut my last name off you, my nigga. Quit telling people your last name is Smith. Quit telling people we was together, bitch. You you so in this whole little thing where you trying to tell motherfuckers we never loved each other and we wasn't this and we wasn't that and I ain't this and I ain't that. Bitch, leave me the fuck alone then. Quit saying my motherfucking name. What's going on, beautiful shit? What's going on? Uh, What's that, war... Where read like nigga that's the fucking thing I ain't never said this nigga name I'm, I see this nigga all the time on live What's going on Mr. Reed But like I said my nigga like You need to get something put in place my nigga Where she can't say your name my nigga Like bitch quit saying my name Like nigga uh, this is defamation of character bitch I'm finna sue your motherfucking ass Like if I was Will Smith I would divorce the bitch and sue her like, nigga, you been doing too much to be damaging to my motherfucking career. Why the fuck did he go into this stupid-ass agreement to stay married no matter what? You know, because like I tell y'all, like I told y'all, like I said probably like 10 or 15 minutes ago, any situation that a person knows that you will not walk away from, they won't have no respect for you, dog. Like, nigga, your ability to walk away from any situation is the ultimate leverage in any negotiation. Any situation that you in, whether it be a relationship, a friendship, a business deal, a job, any of that shit, nigga, your ultimate leverage is the ability to walk away. So with her knowing that Will Smith is going to stay married to her, stay in her presence, stay fucking with her no matter what she does, she has zero respect for him. She going to keep talking shit like, nigga, fuck you. You ain't going to go nowhere. Yeah, I was in love with Tupac. Yeah, I fucked our son's homeboy. Nigga, I'm fucking a bunch of niggas. Yeah, I'm doing interviews. Yeah, I'm running your fucking name through the mud. Fuck you gonna do? You ain't gonna go nowhere. What's the motherfucking deal, JP Justice? You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, anytime a motherfucker know, no matter what they do, you won't leave. The fuck I gotta be faithful for? What the fuck I gotta respect you for? 
What the fuck I got to be nice for? What the fuck I got to tell the truth for? Nigga, fuck you. You ain't going nowhere. So, yeah, nigga, I'm, I'm going to say any raggedy shit I can say about you because you ain't going to leave. You going to stay married to me. You going to keep on you going to keep on talking about me like I'm great, even though I'm talking about you like you ain't shit. What the fuck? What the fuck is there to respect? He's not giving her nothing to respect, you know, and that's the fucking thing. Like she's making him look like a fucking clown. Because like I said, it ain't like this nigga doing interviews defending himself. This nigga literally gonna do a video on a boat talking about how he could take a nap anywhere. Nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know, and, and it like it's so funny to me how when it comes to people who we like on the motherfucking internet, like we we give passes. Like there's motherfuckers who we literally if we don't like you and you do some stupid shit, we going to tear you a new one. But because everybody likes Will Smith so much, everybody's like trying to defend him and feel sorry for him. And he looked like a fucking clown and niggas is not calling it out. Everybody's shitting on her for what she doing, but ain't nobody shitting on him for what he not doing. You know, because like I said, and what you say, love them headphones. Yeah, man, these motherfuckers is one audio. I'm going to have to send you a, a link pause in the DM nigga. These headphones ain't even that expensive. They like $30, my nigga. But like I said, like when it comes to Will Smith, when I watch the little unbothered video, the little, Oh, I could take a nap anywhere. Nigga. That's literally like your motherfucking house is on fire. Your roof is burning. Your walls are burning. Everything in the background is melting and burning. And you making a video talking about, Hey, man, do y'all like this T-shirt? I just got this motherfucker at Ross, man. It was only $7. You like this shirt? It's a nice shirt, ain't it? Like, nigga, you can't just ignore the elephant in the room to appear like you fucking unbothered. You not going to address none of this bullshit this bitch is saying about you. You going to say I could take a nap anywhere. Nigga, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, that shit make him look like he got some type of fucking syndrome. So you just ignoring the fact that this bitch is literally just on tour running your name through the mud. You just, oh, I'm just unbothered. Nigga, are you stupid or is you dumb? Nigga, is you blind? Is you deaf? Nigga, are you on the spectrum? The fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? What's going on, you white fan? You know, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, I tell y'all, there's just, there's some shit that you can you can walk away from and not address. Because you up here and they down here. But nigga, when you marry, y'all motherfuckers is right here. That shit needs to be addressed, my nigga. That's in your household. You can't ignore shit that's in your fucking household. You can't ignore shit that's going on inside your marriage, my nigga. That shit can't be ignored. I could ignore my friends. I could ignore family members. I could ignore motherfuckers at work. I could ignore a nigga that live across the street. I could ignore my next door neighbor. I can't ignore the motherfucker who I share a fucking wedding ring with. I can't ignore a motherfucker that literally I gave my last name to. Nigga, that's a whole different fucking situation. What's going on, 636 Richie? That's a whole different fucking thing, my nigga. You can't ignore a motherfucker that literally is fucking your name up and your career is built off your fucking name. Your reputation is built off of your fucking 
or your career is built off your fucking reputation. How you're viewed has a lot to do with how you fucking eat, how you make your motherfucking money. A lot of that shit is based on how you're looked at. So if somebody is fucking that up, you have to address that shit, dog. And like I said, nigga, like he don't got to go diss her back. But if I'm in his fucking situation, my nigga, I'm definitely finna do something to repair my motherfucking image. Hold on, my nigga. Let me change my Bluetooth so I could get your audio on the fucking show, uh, JP Justice. Because, uh, yeah, nigga, I'm going to have you on this motherfucker. You know, I don't even usually be saying that shit like I should to, like, really uh, tell motherfuckers that they could be on the fucking show. But uh, let me get my nigga JP Justice on the motherfucking log, dog. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I get JP Justice on here. Check uh, the motherfucking Bluetooth audio. But like I said, dog, like that shit is, that's a stupid ass situation to be in. You in here, JP? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got a question. What's going on? So is this, this Jada and Will thing, the epitome or the pinnacle or the 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 board on which we are now judging our relationships on? Hell no, hell fucking so, no. So 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 then why is it so important that we uh, help to repair or the imaging of of how their marriage? Um, honestly, with me, how I feel about why so many people are invested in what happens in their relationship is because, honestly, at one point, they were the bar. You know, like, J. Cole had a, had a bar in there that said, I want that Jada and that Will Love. They was like Barack and Michelle before Barack and Michelle. Like, at one point, they was what we saw as a, a successful relationship. So now that it's... Like, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys had that in the song, too. Yeah, so again, like, now that it's a fucking train wreck, a lot of us are more invested than I wish we were, but you, you can't unring so, the bell so, now. So how come we can't, how, how come is it that it's such venomous hate from people, from men to, to Jada right now? Because a lot of us look up to Will. Just straight the fuck up. As much as he looks like a simp and a sucker and a clown and a lame right now, there was a time when a lot of us wanted to be the Fresh Prince. A lot of us looked at him like the, he was superstar, nigga. Never, never made a mistake. Smile pretty. Motherfucker probably smelled good and shit. Like, he just seemed like the perfect dude. And now this bitch is doing everything she can to turn this nigga into what he is now, which is a lump of shit. Now, would you say he's a lump of shit, or would you say he's he's being victimized right now? He's a fucking victim, dog. He's a right. So if he's a victim, why are we so why are we so badly? Uh, uh, is it because we're looking to him to, to to become the savior of our of our esteem and our manhood? I don't think it's our esteem and our manhood. We're just rooting for him to fight for his own manhood. Like as an example, as a dude who. If we if you follow them on social media, he gave a lot of advice. He gave a lot of good advice, solid advice. Like he's a smart man. He he seemed at one point to be a very strong man. But now we're watching him be torn down in a way that a lot of us 
even though, you know, you can never say what you do if you were in another man's shoes. A lot of us look at it like, well, damn, my nigga, I wouldn't take that. So why are you taking it? You, do you know, do you know, I used to be a men in black dancer. I was one of those dancers. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been around Will. I've been around Will on and off camera. Uh, the off camera persona is way off than that on camera persona. That on-camera persona is, you know, happy-go-lucky will. The off-camera persona is like a, a little bit more, a little bit more uh, street, a little bit more tougher. I ain't gonna say he's the toughest cat in the world. A little bit more tougher, you know what I'm saying? Uh, little, little, a lot more nigger, a lot more nigger, you know what I'm saying? So when I when I see the Will and Jada situation, I do see her going around being relentlessly disrespectful. But I don't see a weak man from Will. I see when I see Will, I'm looking at him going, All right, what what the fuck you got up your sleeve? Like, like what what did both of y'all got up your sleeve? Why is it that you're just letting this shit happen? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Because honestly that's how I feel. Right. Why are you just letting this shit happen? Is this a ploy? Is is this is this whole thing a big old ploy? Like when she dropped, we've been uh, separated for seven years. One, did you think that was going to shock us? Because we we basically figured that part out ourselves. Mm-hmm. The way y'all moving, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the little small uh, uh, signals. Like when you seen when, when a dude was massaging Will's back and he said only a man would know what a man wants. Yeah. And then they panned over to her, and her face was like, like I'm looking at small things like that. Like that says way much more than what she's yelling out. Now she's saying that uh, Jaden saved her life by giving her drugs, uh, uh, psychedelic drugs. I wish I'd have seen that shit. Because <laughs> it, it's it's literally like nigga, she is going out of her way to discredit this nigga. Like she's trying no, so Jayden hard to about Jaden. Yeah, but what I'm saying, she's going so hard to make Will look like he just was an inconvenience for her. Like her her life was just so fly, and then this nigga just came in and ruined it for her or some shit. Like, well, she did. All, she has always said that he was a little bit too goofy for her. Like she 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 always played that. But she married him. Like that's that's you know that's that's what I said earlier. Like before you you came into the show, like I don't give nobody no pass for shitting on their ex because there was a time when this nigga dick was in your mouth. You carried two children to term. You had these children. You gave you gave them his name. So you you didn't feel that he was no goofy ass motherfucker when you was fucking with him when you was walking up and down the red carpet when you walked down the aisle. All these times. He he wasn't this lame ass goofy, but now that y'all are no longer together, now he just a piece of shit. You love Pac more, you know. I I was fucking other people. This nigga's all this terrible shit. But there was a time when you was gobbling and swallowing this nigga. You know, and and it's also word and rumor now that uh, you know, the dark skin Chris, the dark skin Chris from Crisscross, the dark skin one. You heard about this? Nah. She was given. She was the reason why he OD'd because he got the drug from her, and she was fucking him at the age of thirteen. 
Jesus fucking Christ, dog. And like Yo, us, huh? His mother, his mother is trying to get at Jada. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's just too much bullshit attached to this whole situation. Like she need to sit the fuck down. Like if I was Will, I would get a divorce. And then I would directly right after divorce, I would fucking I would get a cease and desist letter against her. Like this is defamation of character at this point. Like you you fucking up my money. You fucking up my mental health. Like I'm going through it because of what you saying in the media. Like what the fuck? Y'all niggas everything was looking like the 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 picture of the greatest marriage of all time. And now every all this shit is coming out. And it's like, nah, my nigga, this was one of the most toxic relationships of all time. This shit feels like when I watch What's Love Got to Do With It and shit. Like, God damn, that nigga was beating the shit out of Tina. I never knew this shit. That's how we feel. I feel like we're going to get a biopic about this fucked up ass oh, relationship. We, oh, we definitely are. We definitely are. We definitely are. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I want to know how many how many books did she sell? Like, is her book selling? I'm sure it's a bestseller. Because one thing, hell yeah, one thing niggas going to do is niggas is going to invest themselves in some drama. So for $13 or however much that book costs, niggas is going to buy that book. Motherfuckers want the juicy deets, my nigga. That's why we talking about that shit right now. Because everybody want to know the, you know, what the fuck was going on with these motherfuckers. And I feel like a lot of the shit she flat out lying on. But motherfuckers still going to be here for the show. You think she lying? Some shit I think she lying about. Not everything. I know this. I know it's a whole lot of truth. But as far as like her saying Tupac proposed while he was in prison, he was married while he was in prison. So I gonna propose and you marry. You know, it's it's a lot of shit in there. I think Tupac knew she was for the street. And Tupac wasn't fucking with her like that. Exactly. And that's I think Go ahead. Tupac knew she was for the street. You know, she had a track record while, during, and before Tupac. And mm-hmm. Tupac was no was no dumb was no dumb dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think he I don't think he proposed to her. Yeah. And that and that's exactly what I'm saying, my nigga. Like she she I think she's overplaying her relationship with Tupac. Like I, I think yeah. she she putting dubs on it because she was in love with him. She's trying to make it seem like Oh, you know, Pac was in love with me, but he was too much of a player, so I didn't fuck with him. I think it was the other way around. I think she hey, wanted hey. him, and he wasn't fucking with her like that. So in his death, dead men tell no tales. So now she can just tell the story like, oh, no, Pac was just so in love with me, but I had all this shit going on, so I chose Will, bitch. Do me a favor, though. Don't ever try to do a female voice. That was hard. Nigga, that was hey, man. It's it's funny because it's horrible. If I did it good, I wouldn't do it because motherfuckers accuse me of some shit. So nah, nigga, I, it gotta be bad. But hold on, I got, I got, I, hold on. Some somebody wrote something. It say, uh, "Do you think this is another publicity stunt from the entertainment world?" I asked that because it seems like they want us to look at him as a victim, but I don't see him that way. Seems like very odd behavior. Nah, I don't think. I, like I said, I'm not looking at him as a victim. Like to me, Will don't look like a victim right now. He looks like he's planning some shit. Like some shit's about to go down. I hope so, honestly, dog. Because just the the last few times that I've seen, you know, pictures and videos of him, 
He don't look like old Will, my nigga. He he looks like he going through some shit. He, he does look sick. He does look sick. Yeah, because it's like he could have a grand scheme. He could have this grand plan. He might, you know, have something cooked up. But, nigga, you're not finna make it seem as if you ain't took six punches to the motherfucking face. Even if you got a plan to return fire, you still getting punched in your motherfucking face. Like, at this point, it was like watching the rumble in the jungle. When George Foreman was going crazy with them punches on Muhammad Ali, and we like, is this motherfucker gonna fight back? You know, so hopefully, this is a situation like that. Or like when, remember when Omarion's baby mama came out with the news that she was fucking Lil Fizz? And we was like, damn, Omarion, that's fucked up. And then Omarion, you know, slid that chess piece and checkmated his ass like, I'm finna go on tour and you ain't getting no money. You know, so hopefully Will got to play like that, you know, in his back pocket. But from the, the how it look right now, it's looking bad for my nigga. <laughs> Yo, what a Mario? What happened with a Mario? Okay, so, you know, let, let me try to make a long story short. Omarion's baby mama came out and said that she was having sex with Lil Fizz, who was a member of B2K. Oh, okay. so, right, right. I do remember. Yeah, when the shit came, you know, when the shit that came out, we looking at Omarion like, damn, you know, she got you looking fucked up, Omarion. So then, you know, Omarion announced the tour with Bow Wow and Lil Fizz wasn't on that motherfucker. So it's like, yeah, you might have fucked this old bitch that I used to have. But now that I'm going on tour, I'm finna go make 10 mil and you finna be at home watching. So have fun with the bitch. Damn, bro. So let me get up. I'm out here in these streets. I'm down in the village. Y'all, y'all heard of the village before, right? Oh, yeah, JP out there all the way outside in them Scrizneys, man. Be safe out there, yeah. JPZ. All right. I'm holler. All right. JP Justice, the literal legend. That nigga's a legend. He's been on Def Comedy Jam and some more shit, nigga. Shout out JP Justice, my nigga. But uh, what you say, Queen of Sheba? I don't care what she said. She did what she did her whole life. Exactly. And that's the fucking thing. Like, I do not look at, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith as this, you know, oblivious motherfucker to the, the these behaviors. Nigga, she knows exactly what the fuck she doing, my nigga. She out here fucking this nigga shit up. And like I said, nigga, I hope for the sake of Will Smith that he has this plan. You know, I hope he got something cooked up where he's going to be like, hey, y'all, you know, it's a publicity stunt or, you know, I got this movie coming out or. You know, we finna turn around and we're going to turn this into some more content and we're going to help other people and other couples or some shit like that. But, nigga, the way it's looking right now, it's looking fucked up. This shit looks terrible. It don't look good at all, my nigga. Like, I, I really hate how this looks for Will, my nigga. It's not a good look at all, nigga. You know, for they whole fucking family. Like, they still got kids. And even though they kids are somewhat adults, they your children no less, my nigga. Like, nigga, I would hate to see my parents going through this shit. Even at my age of 40, I'll still be like, God damn, my nigga. Like, I don't like seeing moms tearing pops down like this, my nigga. Because I'm sure they kids love their daddy, my nigga. Everybody love their daddy if their daddy was in their life. Even though they all weirdos and shit, like, I'm sure they still love this nigga. That shit is fucked up. Like, I just don't like seeing it, my nigga, at all. And like I said... If anybody that's listening to this shit is going through some shit, like, nigga, this is your cue to get the fuck out of it, my nigga. You know, like I said, like, nigga, even if it's family, even if it's your spouse, 
Even if it's a job that you make good money on, like anything that's negatively affecting your mental and physical health, you have to cut that shit off. If you got a friendship that's fucking it up for you, you have to cut that shit off, my nigga. Like it's 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 like if your fucking hand got frostbite and you know that shit will literally eventually spread to the rest of your body and kill you. You got to cut that hand off, my nigga. Like, there's just some shit that no matter how much you love it, you got to cut it the fuck off. You know, motherfuckers get diabetes, they got to cut their motherfucking foot off. If you got a bad body part, as much as you love that body part, as much as you feel like you need that body part, you got to cut that shit off, my nigga. What's going on, Taylor Photos, DMV? Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, you, you know, like I say all the time, nothing is above the cut. Any toxic relationship, any toxic friendship, anything toxic, period, has to get cut the fuck off. You know, nigga, you can replace everything in your life but yourself. You can't replace your mental health, my nigga. You can't replace your physical health. You can replace friends. You can replace a spouse. You can replace family members, my nigga. You can start kicking it with another family member. Anybody that's in your motherfucking life and you know this motherfucker is fucking it up for you, you got to get the fuck rid of them, my nigga. Your family fucking it up for you, you got to get rid of your toxic family. You know how many motherfuckers I know literally left the state because they come from a fucked up ass family, a family full of fuck ups. Nigga, sometimes you got to let that fucked up family go, my nigga. Like, you know what? Y'all niggas is y'all too high drama for me, my nigga. I see more for myself. Y'all niggas all on Section 8 and fucked up. Y'all on government assistance and shit. I don't see that for myself. I'm an entrepreneur. I got to get the fuck away from y'all. You know, I'm I'm trying to be an actor. I'm trying to be a content creator. I'm trying to sing. I'm trying to do something like that. And your parents is telling you what the fuck you need to do is work up here at this motherfucking DMV. You need to work at the post office. You need to get you a job. You need to get the fuck away from them. Nigga, if them motherfuckers is is dream killers, because a lot of motherfuckers, you know, like I've said episodes ago, my nigga, sometimes their heart might be in the right place. But if where their heart is don't align with where you're going moving forward, you got to get away from their motherfucking ass. If you focused on a singing career, but they telling you you need to get a job, you need to get the fuck away from them. You gonna have to love them from a distance. All right, nigga, after I make it in singing, then I'll come back and fuck with y'all. But right now. I can't have that negativity that y'all trying to put on my life. Y'all speaking negativity on to me, and I can't afford that right now. I can't be around nobody that's trying to stop me from nothing positive that I got going on. And like I said, nigga, that's friends, family members, coworkers, colleagues, any of that shit. Nigga, anybody that is against what the fuck you got going on, you need to cut their ass off. Nigga, nobody's above the cut. And like I said, nigga, there's no respect for nobody who's afraid to cut a motherfucker off. Nigga, you got them type of friends that know they can do disrespectful shit to you. They can talk to you any type of way. They could do any type of punk ass shit to you. And they know at the end of the day, you not going to walk the fuck off. They going to continue their bad behavior, my nigga. Your presence is a reward for their bad behavior. When they do fuck shit and you don't leave... You telling them that that's okay. Keep on calling me out my motherfucking name. Keep on taking shit from me. Keep on being cancerous. Keep on being toxic. I ain't going nowhere. 
So they ain't going to feel like they doing nothing wrong. Even if you check them. Even if you speak on it. Even if you bring it to their motherfucking attention. They still going to look at it like it's cool. Because obviously it can't be too bad your ass ain't went nowhere. Can't be too bad you ain't left. Can't be too bad you ain't knock my motherfucking face off, nigga. Can't be too bad. Must be cool. Nigga, you got to get the fuck away from certain people, nigga. Certain motherfuckers don't deserve your presence. They don't deserve to have you around, my nigga. Like, you got to be able to walk away from anything, anybody that's cancerous to you, my nigga. Like, that shit will fuck you up. And what you say, uh, Rhonda Clark, I'm not looking back unless I'm back in the... Unless I'm backing in exactly my nigga like that's the fucking thing like nigga there's just you know like I said a while ago I don't burn bridges I put up roadblocks you know so I might not permanently cut you off my nigga but I'll definitely get the fuck away from you for a good while nigga until I see change behavior until I see a genuine alignment with what I got fucking moving forward I'm not fucking with you. You know, like I said, like I might not just be like, oh, I ain't never going to talk to this motherfucker forever, my nigga. But on some real shit, my nigga, I'm definitely going to get the fuck away from you until I accomplish my goal. I'll see your ass at the fucking finish line. You know, after I got my career started and, you know, I'm I'm in place and everything that I'm doing is where the fuck I'm, I'm trying to be. Maybe we could reconvene. You know, maybe maybe you can call my phone and I'll answer. But anything outside of that, fuck you, my nigga. You, we not aligning. We not in alignment. And anything that's not in alignment has to get the fuck away from me. And what you say, Juno? Hey, dude. Hey, dog. Pull me up. See if I can get on. Uh, shit. That's kind of a pause. But uh, nigga, let me see. Nigga, let's see if my nigga uh Juno could get up in this motherfucker. Pause. You know, but like I said, nigga, anybody that's not in alignment with what the fuck you got cracking, they can't be around you, my nigga. Like, they're, they're an enemy to your motherfucking progress. You can't allow nobody to be that, my nigga. You know, because a lot of what the fuck a lot of motherfuckers got going on, like, nigga, some of the shit that some people want to do, especially when it comes to you doing something great, nigga, there is one way to that shit. You can't have nobody diverting you from your motherfucking goal, my nigga. You can't be having nobody pull you away from what the fuck you got going on, my nigga. You have to stay steadfast and straight focused on what the fuck you got going on. Or your ass ain't never going to make it, my nigga. You know, if you trying to go from motherfucking L.A. to New York City, my nigga, you can't change freeways, my nigga. There's that one way that your ass got to go, nigga. If once you start going that way and this way, it's not going to work, my nigga. And that shit say, what it say? Yeah, I can't do shit. What the fuck who blocking me from going live? Nigga, you must have said some fucked up shit, Juno, man, because it definitely said that you was unable to join the live. What's going on, Fest? Checking in from Louisiana. You know, but like I said, dog, like, you can't be around people who are literally stopping you from going where you supposed to go, my nigga. Even if you love them, even if y'all been down since you was 12 years old, even if you've been down since you was five years old, my nigga, like I literally got motherfuckers I was tight with niggas since the sandbox, since kindergarten, who I don't fuck with. I don't hate they ass. You know, it ain't like if I see them, I'm gonna shoot at them or beat them up or cuss them out. or I ain't got nothing negative to say about them. But I know nigga, me being around this motherfucker is a detriment to what I have going on. 
I got a lot of positive shit that I'm trying to do. Me fucking with you is stopping that. And like I told y'all, y'all got friends. You know, you might be trying to study for a fucking test. They want to go to brunch. Nah, I got this test to study for. Girl, fuck that test, girl. Let's let's go to brunch. It's niggas outside. We outside. That motherfucking, that, that test can wait. Nigga, if you know that this is important to me, and you trying to divert me from something that I feel is important, I can't fuck with you. If I'm taking this shit serious, and you're not, I can't fuck with you. Bitch, I'm telling you I'm trying to motherfucking graduate. I'm telling you I got something important going on. Bitch, brunch gonna be there. This motherfucking class, this ain't gonna be here. That that degree, that ain't that ain't that ain't gonna wait for you, my nigga. Greatness don't wait. Parties wait. Bitches wait. Fun waits. Cars wait. All that other shit, that shit gonna be there. Your goals, that shit not gonna be there. There's one way to get to that, my nigga. That shit ain't gonna be there forever, my nigga. Your career ain't gonna be there forever. Them bitches, nigga, they gonna be there. Nigga, whether you broke, whether you succeed, whether you fail, bitches gonna be there. Whether you succeed, whether you fail, whether you cracking, whether you not cracking, the club gonna be there. Party's gonna be there. Outside, it's all it's always gonna be outside, my nigga. That motherfucking career, that window, that opportunity, shit, that motherfucker gonna close. It's going to close fast. And waiting for them motherfuckers, that shit going to close for your stupid ass. Get there, nigga. So get there. And what you say, you preaching today, dog. I'm definitely going through everything you talking about in this comedy shit. And that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, Juno is a fucking stand-up comedian, dog. I have the utmost respect for niggas in that career field. Same with JP Justice. Legendary stand-up comedian, my nigga. Like, that career, nigga, you can't be bullshitting and be no motherfucking stand-up, nigga. You can't be halfway foot in, foot out with that shit. You can't be bullshitting with that shit. Like, nigga, you either you either great or you broke. You either dope or you broke. You either funny or you fucked up. Nigga, you can't be halfway doing that shit. You can't be not focused. You always got to be on your craft. You always got to be paying attention to what the fuck you doing. Nigga, you have to be laser focused on that shit or the game gonna pass you by, my nigga. You can't be fucking off and be great, my nigga. Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, in, in the, the reason I ain't been on stage yet is because I'm like, nigga, I have the utmost respect for what them niggas do. That ain't no motherfucking easy hustle, my nigga. Them motherfuckers, they got to be on that shit and fuck my, my live on my personal page gonna close, nigga. So y'all go to the Too Much Game page. Would say I literally got to separate myself from folks who don't think making people laugh and feel good is a competition. Exactly. They don't respect your hustle. Fuck them. But y'all niggas go to the Too Much Game page. I'm still gonna be live on there. Y'all know RG be shutting Uncle Dolomite down. But um, but like I said, my nigga, like anybody that don't take what you take serious, serious is out of alignment, my nigga. You know, it's like when you driving a motherfucking car, all four of them motherfucking wheels got to be facing the same fucking way in order for the fucking car to move, my nigga. There's only one steer wheel in the car because you motherfucking driving and you got to keep all four of the motherfucking wheels going in the same direction. Even when you turn, your front two tires got to be in alignment for your motherfucking ass to go straight or your car going to be fucking shaking. Your shit going to be fucked up. 
Everything got to be in alignment for you to get to your motherfucking destination or you going to be fucked off. You can't be fucking with motherfuckers that have you out of alignment with where you're trying to go. And what you say, Fess, I'm trying to pull that off right now, going back to college. Man, shout out to you, Fess. Good luck with that shit, dog. What's going on? No, do I see you up in here? Pause. But you know, like I said, my nigga, like, you can't be fucking with nobody who's out of alignment with what you got going on. No matter who. There's motherfuckers you just gonna have to cut off, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, if you got a cancerous motherfucking body part that's killing you, you got to cut that shit off. You got a cancerous family member that's a, that's against your motherfucking goals, you got to cut them off. Friends, co-workers, colleagues, motherfuckers you've been down with for a long time, they all got to go. What's going on, Black Diamond 365? Like, that's the fucking thing, nigga. Nobody is above the cut, even if you love them. You know, even if y'all been down forever, even if y'all motherfuckers been cool, you know, even if they haven't done nothing malicious, you know, because there's some motherfuckers, they heart was in the right place when they said what they said or when they did what they did. You know, the motherfuckers ain't got nothing but love for you. What's going on, Big Tiny? But nigga, sometimes motherfuckers got to go, dog. Like, I love you and I know you love me. But in order for me to, you know, get my motherfucking career going, I can't fuck with you because what I'm trying to do, you ain't in alignment with. Nigga, what I'm trying to do, you fucking up. What I'm trying to do, you slowing down. So I got to leave you to fuck alone, even if it's temporary. Because like I told y'all, you don't always got to burn the bridge, but you definitely got to put up a roadblock. Nigga, you definitely got to cut these motherfuckers access to you off, at least until you get to where you trying to go. Nigga, I, bitch, I'm, I'm going to talk to you after class. I'm going to talk to you after I get done studying. I'm going to put my phone on D&D. Nigga, I'm, I'm going to block your motherfucking number for a couple hours. Let me get this test finished. Let me pass this test. Then we'll turn up. Let me graduate college. Then we'll travel. Let me, you know, let me get this job. Then we'll do the fun shit. But, bitch, I can't let fun fuck up what I got going on. Because like I said, fun going to be there. Party's going to be there. Bitches going to be there. Niggas going to be there. Outside going to be there. Nigga, your window of opportunity is not always going to be there, my nigga. Nigga, if, if you rapping, you 19 years old, you trying to get on, you trying to get signed, you trying to do this, do that. That shit not going to be there when you 47, my nigga. That shit not going to wait for you, my nigga. You know, it's a whole lot of careers. They're not going to wait for your motherfucking ass. What's going on, uh, King V1804? Like, a lot of that shit got a fucking limited window, my nigga. Bitches don't have a limited window. You can be 87 years old and still get hoes. You can be 87 years old, still party, still kick it, still ride Harley. Everything fun outside, that shit going to be there your whole life, my nigga. Your goals, that shit not going to be there, my nigga. Because they say, oh, it's never too late to graduate college. Nigga, you want to be fucking 77 years old, graduating college? Nigga, what the fuck is that about? Nigga, you want to be, you know, old as a motherfucker when you finally make it in whatever the fuck career field? No, my nigga. That shit, you want to get that done. You know, you want to get that shit done. You want to strike while the iron is hot. Because fuck them clubs, fuck them parties. You know, because like they say all the motherfucking time, dog. You could lose a lot of motherfucking money chasing bitches. But you'll never lose no bitches chasing money. 
That goes the same with all types of fun shit, my nigga. Nigga, when, would you rather be in a club right now as a hundred air? Or would you wait till you a motherfucking millionaire and go back to that same club? Bottle service pulling up in a motherfucking Rolls Royce. It's way better after you accomplish the motherfucking goal to go do the bullshit. Pay the bills first. Because it's way funner throwing money in the club when you know your bills paid, my nigga. You don't want to be motherfucking, you know, fucked up hoping the bills get paid after you done threw the money in the club. That's ass backwards, my nigga. Handle what's important first, then do the bullshit. What you say, 55 is my goal, two years left. And that's a cool goal because at the end of the day, 55 is still young. Like, I'm, I'm noticing a lot more the older I get that what I thought was old wasn't old. I was just young-minded because I was young. You know, when you young, you think 30 old. When you young, you think 40 old. When you young, you think 50 old. Until you realize this motherfucker's out here 50 years old, dick still working, still fucking hoes. Still going to the gym, still running, still going to the motherfucking court playing basketball and shit. That shit not old. So, nigga, when you 50, you still got a whole lot of years left. You still got a lot of motherfucking gas in the tank. So, nigga, I don't look at 55 as no bad time for nothing. You know, the, the point that I'm stating as far as, like, age go is, nigga, get it while you young. Grind it out while you young. Because you still gonna have so much more life left to live. After you get what the fuck you say you want to get. After you graduate college, nigga, you done, oh man, I done burnt my whole 20s. I spent my 20s. Nigga, your fucking 30s ain't no fucking different, my nigga. The only thing different between your 20s and your 30s is you might not be able to jump as high as you jumped at 20. You know, you might not be able to stay up all night. But nigga, you, you gonna feel so much better about handling your business in your 20s and having your degree. So by the time your 30s come, you can do all the partying and turning up and you got money and you got energy and you still look good and your ass still fat and your dick still work and your titties still sitting up nice. You know, motherfuckers got you tricked thinking, oh, man, when you 30, you're going to be played out. You're going to have wrinkles on your face. You're going to have gray hair. You're going to be ugly. No, you're not. I'm 40 years old. nigga. I'm in the best shape of my life, my nigga. I look the best I've ever looked in my motherfucking life, my nigga. Like, if you put 40-year-old me and 20-year-old me in a room full of bitches, 20-year-old me got problems. Nigga, 20-year-old me gonna go home alone. I'm taking all the bitches. 40-year-old me, nigga, 20-year-old me ain't fucking with 40-year-old me. Nigga, I'm, I'm so proud of where I'm at at 40. Nigga, 20 couldn't fuck with me. Nigga, I look better than you. I got more money than you. I got more energy than you. I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you in every fucking way. Like, I'm I'm at my best, and I'm 40 fucking years old. So, like, nigga, if I would have did everything I was supposed to do in my 20s and made better decisions in my 20s, ain't no telling where I'll be right now. But the thing is, a lot of times, like, you be mind-fucked in your young age thinking, oh, man, I got I to gotta do all this fun shit because by the time I get old, I ain't going to want to do it no more. Oh, by the time I get old, I'm, I'm a, I ain't gonna have no energy. Oh, by the time I get old, I ain't gonna be able to do this. So I gotta get my YOLO on right now while I'm young. Hell no, nigga. Get your grind on while you young. Make smart decisions when you young. Start investing while you young. While you still got time 
to make mistakes, invest as much money as you can while you're young. So by the time you hit 35, 40 years old, you still sexy, you still fly, you still got energy, and you got money because you made good decisions in your 20s. You made good investments in your 20s. You spent your time wisely in your 20s. So by the time you're in your 30s and 40s and you still fly, you got money now. You got energy. You got time because you were smart in your 20s. So you might have sacrificed a couple of years going to school, you know, working certain jobs, making certain investments. So you didn't spend your money in clubs and doing dumb shit. You put your money into the bank. You put your money in the investments. You bought property or some shit like that. So 10, 15 years later, you in your 30s and 40s and you balling the fuck out. All the motherfuckers in your age that was shaking their ass, having kids and making mistakes and doing dumb shit, you a thousand steps ahead of them. They all trying to catch up because at the time, they was shaking their ass in their 20s and partying, getting drunk and fucked up and blacking out. You was on your grind. You was doing what was important. You was doing the right things. So nigga, by the time you hit your 30s and 40s, and you still fly and you got money, they still trying to figure it out because they was too busy fucking off. You know, so like I said, anybody that don't align with what you got going on, goals and all that shit included, no matter how much you love them, you got to cut they motherfucking ass off because any any cancer you allow to stay in your body going to eventually kill you. I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, you can cash at me at Uncle Dolomite, or get you some merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store, T-O-O, Much Game Podcast.store. Support the motherfucking squad, Townhouse Media, Sports for You Podcast, Sports Number 4, Letter U Podcast. Live on YouTube Tuesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Patreon.com slash Townhouse Media, Town E House Media. Follow me on motherfucking social media, my nigga. I go live on Sunday, Sunday evenings, afternoons, whatever the fuck you want to call that shit, around like 2.33. Probably a little later than that, Pacific time, my nigga. Live on Instagram. If y'all motherfuckers got something to say, I'll add you niggas to the live. You know, so you can get your shit off. Uncle Dolomite or Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. That's where I be live where you can talk your shit. I'm also on other social media platforms. X, Spill, Threads, all that other bullshit. That's Uncle Dolomite. But um, I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too Much Game.